Generation Exiled with your host, Landis and Daryl. This is Generation X. Welcome back, everybody, to Generation Exile. I'm Landis Watts. And I'm Daryl. And here we are for round two. Well, let's let's mention the pipeline first. Okay. Because uh, Biden recently shut down the pipeline. I got a lot of friends that worked on the pipeline or used to work on the pipeline. And uh, this is over a thousand jobs that just got lost. That's right. A thousand jobs to a man who said front of God and everybody, national TV, I will not stop fracking. Now, I'm pretty sure that Keystone Pipeline is a uh, pretty much a main artery of fracking right now, worldwide. So not only did he do that, he just cut out a thousand jobs right out of the gate. Papa Joe was in-house maybe 12 hours as president. We're already, and these are unionized jobs at that, so I'm sure that's going over like a lid. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, he's joining back the uh, Paris Climate Agreement, and he's getting back on that, and, um, you know, that's got to do with climate change and all that. And it's also, um, like, some natives, I don't know if you remember the story of the natives, uh, I think it was in Colorado and a couple of other states, but they were you know, uh, protesting the pipeline like several years ago. He started, you know, back with the whole climate change thing, he shut down the pipeline right away. So it, it really is like literally like a, a war on gas and oil. So, yeah, I mean, and everybody said that, that he was going to do this. He saw it coming, you know, in the, uh, in the election. And he said what he had to say to get the votes he thought he needed to get to win. And uh, here we are, day one. Bam. Yeah, I will say that. That is one thing that is absolutely true. That's just a fact. Because I remember a couple of speeches. Actually, I'm not going to pull it up because everybody remembers it. But in the debate that he did with Trump, those famous two debates, he sat there and looked right at the camera and said that he was not going to harm those jobs or whatever, do anything to do those jobs. And his first day, he, he, he does something that makes him lose a thousand. Clean energy strategy. There's a place for the energy workers right here in Western Pennsylvania. I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking, no matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking, no matter how many times Donald Trump I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking. There it no is. matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. So my question is, what is he doing to reinstate those jobs? Like, all right, so if we're going to take away from doing this, what are we going to do to make it work? What's his plan? He thinks he's going to get more jobs in 
in, like more energy efficient jobs like uh, electric cars and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I don't really know. Nobody's ever talked about that. And that was always the problem with it. Like, I personally don't see why we're still using gas and oil myself either <laughs> as, a, as an intelligence thing, because I feel like we're beyond that. But it's ridiculous to think that you can just switch to something Different overnight, yeah, because that's not how the world works. Hell no, it's not. And I mean, you're right. Technology wise, we should be, you know, way past where we're at. But a lot of it's got to do with the lifestyles that we live. You know, like you said, you can't change that overnight. You're talking about changing everybody's lifestyle overnight in order to make that work, that vision work. Yeah. And you know, that's something I I believe that we'd actually have to grow into. And we're not that damn disciplined. I mean, that's almost like eating a healthy diet every day. Am I that disciplined? I would like to say that I am, but Lord knows I'm not, not even close. So, you know, we're going to take the easy route. Do I want to take a horse and buggy? No, I'm going to get my damn truck. I'm going to pump $30 with the gas in this mug. We're going to book it all down. All right, all right, all right. So one of the other things that uh, Biden has done with his executive orders, he's, uh, he's got one for the stimulus checks and he's got one for the minimum wage. So he is he's hell bound on getting this minimum wage bumped up to fifteen dollars an hour. That's a ridiculous amount. Fifteen dollars an hour. And I'm for more minimum wage. I have always been for that. And I have a great argument for that, that fifteen dollars is not gonna work. I mean you're oh. gonna have to you're gonna have to change the price of everything. Alright, so on Fox News the other day. It was on the Fox News primetime. This was Friday, which was yesterday. Republican Dan Crenshaw discussed the impact of President Joe Biden's plan to raise the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. And he quotes, Republican Dan Crenshaw discussed the impact of the President Joe Biden's plan to raise the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. His quote is, If you're going to claim that you are the party of the American working class, you actually have to support work. All right, and I thought that was pretty deep. And then, of course, somebody comments, and I thought their comment kind of hit on a point, too. Now, his comment is definitely going to hit nerve. He says, you're only worth what someone's willing to pay you. All a minimum wage does is hurt the best employees. Mediocre employees should get what they are worth, so they suffer until they figure out how to work harder to be a better employee. Okay. Let that resonate for a minute and just, I don't care how good of an employee you are, how good your work ethic is, that's going to piss you off to some degree in some way. Most places where people work at, too, uh, like the last time, um, not that it was a federal mandate, like, is about to happen, but there were some places that kind of got on par, like Walmart, for example. Walmart decided on its own before Joe Biden to go up to $15. Like people in the deli were getting paid $15 an hour. But, okay. there, but there were certain things that, you know, happened. Like um, Walmart has cut a lot of its staff. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like it, like especially around here in Loosedale because they're always hiring. The turnover rate is what it is. It's, it's horrible because they're very strict. But, but yeah, if you cut three jobs... You might as well be giving employee number four a little more than what they were making. You know, here's a few more shillings for you. But 
when you start giving everybody 15, but where I was getting at was like a lot of these, a lot of these businesses that have rose up, like they haven't like accommodated for that. So like, um, all right, say a teacher, let's just use teachers because people like teachers, right? So say a teacher is making $21 an hour. Well, the janitor just got rose up from $8 an hour to $15 an hour because you got to pay the janitor, the maintenance man, the bus drivers. You got to pay all of them $15 an hour now. It's, it's So in theory, you would think that the teacher pay would go up. Yeah, right? Because that's only like, you know what I mean? You're only like making, I should have maybe said a lower number, like $17 an hour, like a teacher's assistant. But say, yeah, say you're a teacher's assistant. Man, you're sitting there making $15 an hour. Now you make as much as the janitor. Yes, <laughs> not everybody, not everybody, not everybody is going to like accommodate for that. I'm not saying that I'm George County right schools janitors should be paid very highly because they deal with a lot of shit, <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Now the teachers they put up with a lot of shit too. They really do. Um, I, I tip my hat to teachers. Me personally, I I couldn't do it. I, I thought about doing it. I thought about changing my major a while back into secondary education. And then I thought about it. I said, Landis, you're going to wind up knocking the shit out of one of them kids one day, and you're <laughs> going to go to jail. So that is why I am not a teacher. I am not a teacher because I wouldn't be able to watch my mouth. That too. I'm not going to I would never say nothing inappropriate to a child, but like, I'm going to drop F-bombs. Yeah, I'll be real quick and tell them to shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah, like I I'm not whoop like, ass. like I wouldn't be able to, you know, <laughs> that takes a special thing. I wouldn't be able to control my temper. Like, like I would look at one of them one day and be like, "What the fuck you say?" <laughs> like, I, I just want to say, at some point, one of them's going to cross you because Lord knows, I'm pretty sure I pushed a lot of my teachers to a breaking point. I've made their eye twitch. I've seen them almost have a manic meltdown in front of me in class. So I know if somebody who has been teaching 20 years can almost crack on me. And I actually had a, a teacher in college actually cuss me out one day and then apologize to me the next day. But that's a whole different story. Because he realized he couldn't talk to you that way. <laughs> well, all I was doing was asking a question, but they just assumed that I was being a smartass. But, you know, in order to be a smartass, you have to move up from being a dumbass, and that's why I ask questions. So yeah. that led to I, that. Teachers, man, that's a good thing to talk about because I've, I've been talking about teachers a little bit. Uh, because there we go, Jill Biden is a teacher. Okay. And she first thing she did was uh, all over the news, like teachers need to be have raises and all that stuff. And I'm not against that. And, okay. But every time you say something on like Facebook about teachers, everybody like seems like thinks that automatically you're being negative. So I'm going to try to explain what I what like what I'm talking about. Yeah, you got to tread lightly on this one. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like I was an A and B student, like. Oh, and I I don't know if people forget that because it, it, it drives me nuts a little bit. But like uh, I was a and B student and like I never like got in trouble in school. I never like got my name written on the board. I was a teacher's pet to some of them. My state. So I'm not I'm not <laughs> against teachers. But when we start talking about giving them raises, well, we do that all the time. And when I ask somebody, why is a teacher more important than somebody else? Well, automatically it goes to kids, and I understand that. What do you compare them to when you say somebody else? Like another, another job, another profession. Okay, well, compare it. So, okay, like I said, uh, in this instance, I said the IT guy or a welder. Well, 
naturally you're going to say children. That's why they deserve to make a okay. lot of money because having being responsible for children, especially like a kindergartner teacher, you're responsible for all those children. That's a big deal, and it's not easy. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Uh, so what should we give them a raise to? And, like, everybody gets mad, and, like, for some reason, I'm like, should we pay them as much as a doctor? Does $150,000 a year sound good? And then, like, like, well, all right, well, it's funny. All right, well they teach, well, they teach doctors. Yeah, that's true. But you see where I'm getting at is is that we only have, like, say in the bank, I'm making up a number, we only have $3 trillion. Okay. And the bills right now is $2.5 trillion. Okay. And you want to give teachers a raise. Well, that's only, do we take some money from somewhere else and, and put there because they're that important? How high do we go up? All right, I'll, I'll say this. At some point, I'm sure our government's already done, yeah, you got to rob Peter to pay Paul. That's, that's been going yeah. on for a long time. But as far as teachers go, when you compare them to another profession, I would say, yeah. I mean, I think they deserve it for the simple fact that not only are they deal with a mass group of kids at once, you got to teach these kids to be something other than a piece of shit when they grow up. And it's real easy to teach somebody to be a piece of shit. And you do that by not caring. And you, they're setting the foundation for these kids going forward. Now, at some point, some some teachers, I will say this, are better than others. And like you said, how's 150000 sound? Well, imagine if we were to pay teachers 150000 and we took some of these other jobs that are making it absurd amount of money and kind of knock that down back to reality. But let's say we are paying teachers like 150000 The phrase, you get what you pay for. Do you think we'd have like the most best of best obsolete teachers, you know, across the board? Oh, of course. And I agree. And what all, do you think that would do for our society? And, and I, well, I don't know. I, it would make our, it would make our, I mean, it'd our be like the children de la creme, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I agree to that, but for some reason, people get mad when you say a number. And like I've had this discussion before, and I was like, "What's a what's a good amount?" Oh, they don't pay uh, their teachers around here. Shit! I had one person uh, on the George County News and Events page. They were like, "They're only paying these teachers like thirty thousand dollars a year." And so I went to the George County website and I pulled it up and I showed it where like the starting salary starts off in the mid forty thousand. So what the fuck are you talking about? Twenty five, okay. thirty thousand, and then like they see they they didn't know that. Now I feel like they deserve to make more than forty five thousand myself, but see, like people don't understand the numbers, and when you're talking about money, like you gotta you gotta give them a number. And as far as we don't give teachers raises, when I worked at George County Schools in two thousand and thirteen, when the teachers were going on strike in the news and the national okay. media, uh. They got raises then, and we didn't. I was I work in IT. Janitors getting raises. The maintenance guys didn't get raises. The, so you think it should have been like a, a system school wide raise? Well, I'm just I'm just saying. Which I agree, it takes a village. I'm know? just saying. I'm just saying that the teachers got a raise back in 2013. That was just a few years ago, and now we're already talking about that's not enough. We got to do it again. So let's come up with a number. All right. Like you know, like what number? Unfortunately, they, that number. I feel, me personally, I feel like it changes every year, just like the cost of living goes up every year. So you said that was 2013. That was, what, roughly eight years ago? So I don't know how much, you know, the cost of living goes up per city, per state, you know, per capita or whatever year, but it definitely goes up. Hence why they're trying to do this $15 an hour now. 
in theory, it sounds great. You know, fifteen dollars an hour. It sounds great, but problem is, is well, okay. Now that everybody's got this extra money, they're going to go up with everything. Everything's going to go up: milk, gas, rent, power, whatever. Same problem. Mm-hmm. Different numbers. It's, it's not going to change nothing, except for that you're making fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, it's just that you're fool. You're duped. I can't seem to get people to like. When I argue about it or debate it or whatever, I can't seem to get people to, like, think past, like, one spot. Like, all right? All right, all right, all right. And here's another part. If if I decide to start paying Miss So-and-so at the high school $150,000 a year, what's Dr. Crump at the hospital who makes $120,000 a year going to do if he thinks a teacher? The first thing he thinks of is they get all, they get summer off. Is he gonna is he gonna decide to think that he thinks that he should make more and like okay well if the high school teacher's making one hundred twenty thousand well then I shouldn't feel bad about making two hundred fifty thousand so now your surgeries are doubled. Where does the ball stop? That's where I'm trying to get at. Like people's brains stop right there. We got to come up with a number, and then when we get to that number, we should compare it to other people and decide. Well, teach, and then like all I can get out of people is well, teachers teach heart surgeons. Okay, well, yes, they do. Teachers teach. Congratulations. Congratulations. But the the heart surgeon makes $250,000 a year. Now, if you start paying that teacher that price, what's the heart surgeon going to do? You would expect this to go up. Or we could change how we look at things. Meaning, should we respect the teacher more than we do a heart surgeon? And don't get me wrong, what a heart surgeon does is... It's, it's more hands-on, obviously, than anything, but should we hold more stature to the teachers composed to their peers, you know, there's who they've taught? Okay, supposedly this teacher taught this person to be a heart surgeon. Heart surgeon's making, you know, 500000 a year. What should this teacher make? I mean, it, it all depends on how far you want to go down the rabbit hole with it. Yeah. It would be a rough world without teachers, though, because I, I, I have... Had uh, had somebody get mad before and, and mention that and and uh, naturally, I had a I had a grandpa who uh, was very smart, like worked at NASA and shit like that. Like I wouldn't have grown up not being able to do math, simple mathematics, not being able to read. That's just impossible. But there would have been a lot of people who w- would have done it that way. You know what I'm saying? Would would not. You know, you know, would not be able to teach their kids much, and then it would be oh, back yeah. like it was a long time ago when families ruled everything because they were the smart ones. There's know? no way I could do homeschool. No way I couldn't do it. You know, if you had a family full of welders, they're not going to be as rich as the Watts, who you know have a gold mine because he's smart and understands. <laughs> understands geology and knew where to fucking find gold. So, you know, I'm just saying that that's how it was back then before teachers. Now everybody knows how to do math. Now everybody knows how to read. Well, like I said, you know, I, growing up I was not the most, how should I put it, best student ever, you know. Uh, I partied a lot. I did a lot of bad things. But I enjoyed every day of it, every second of it. And I wasn't changing for the world. And I know I gave some certain teachers, hell, when I showed up for class. But I tell you this, I respect teachers probably more than any other profession. That's just me personally. 
that's just my my view. My view don't count for much these days, but here it is. I respect them, and I think they're important. So, Daryl, how do you feel about Trump being impeached for the second time now that he's not even the president anymore? Man, it's ridiculous because there is no speech. I don't know where they're getting where he sent the people at the Capitol building or whatever because there is no speech where he said that. All he said is that people were going to get mad you know, if he didn't win the election, basically. And they did, and that's cool. But, like, those people that did the Capitol thing, like we talked about last episode, that's a, you know, a special group of people. I'm telling you, it had to be some kind of, I feel like it was some kind of inside job. Like I said, you don't let Braveheart Waterboy, or not the Waterboy, but the Water Buffalo guy just come <laughs> running on in there and not take him out and just let him march right up in there and lead everybody, the pack of crazies. Yeah, I mean, Biden, we've already accepted Biden's election, all right? He's inaugurated, he's up there speaking, we're calling, the president. Him, we're calling him the president. This podcast has been on <laughs> Biden's presidency, everybody accepts it. The only reason why you'd want to impeach him a second time is so he couldn't run again. So you, do you feel like they're that scared of him actually coming yeah. back? Yeah, I don't know why they're scared of him, though. I don't think Donald Trump would win a second time, to be perfectly honest. I think that that gives four more years for other people to show up. You know, it'd be fucking Kanye West next time or some bullshit. I, I think it's a low blow that some of Biden's first things he done, you know, as soon as he gets in office, is to try to undermine anything positive that he got created while Trump was in office. But... And then on top of that, you try to impeach the man, too, because they're obviously scared about him coming back. Because what other reason would they have to impeach him if he's not even the president anymore? He's done. Yeah, that's what they That's what they want to do. They want to stop him from running a second time. That's too much power. You ever heard opinion. the phrase, if you're scared, say you're scared? Yeah, they should. But they I mean, scared. Democrats are scared. I mean, that's too much power to be able to stop somebody from running. I really don't think he'd win a second time, to be honest. But I don't think you would either. They shouldn't impeach him because he's out. It's ridiculous. I think it's a waste of time in the Senate when they could be working on a relief package that might actually be for the American people, which, you know, that'd be a pleasant change instead of sending billions overseas for God knows what. I, <laughs> I wish I could edit videos. Because, like, Nancy Pelosi, I swear to God, the way she tries to portray Trump sometimes, you would think that Trump is like, there's ACDC music playing in the background, Trump's on a fucking tank, <laughs> sitting on the top fucking pointing, and there's the Proud Boys behind him running with rifles, screaming. Right. <laughs> like, <clears throat> that's the illusion that they come up with. Yeah, like, that's what they created. That's not even what the actual fact is. And like I said, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, but I will say this. The entire time Trump was been there, he was, nobody had his back, not the media, not anybody. He was destined to fail in the eyes of the media. So any good that he did, they would do anything they could to smear him. Like, for example, we looked at a picture online earlier, me and Daryl did, mm -hmm. and there's a picture of Biden sitting at the office, you know, at the Oval Office at the desk and doing some paperwork. And to your right is a comparison picture of Donald Trump. And, of course, they picked one where he's got his arms folded, the sad-ass look on his face, like somebody just stole his last toy from the pile there and I'm going to take my ball and go home kind of face. <laughs> yeah. Man, I mean, come on. They know what they're doing when they do that shit. They yeah. know exactly what they're doing, and they've been doing that to the man ever since he got there because they did not want him to succeed because 
The powers that be never wanted that man in office to begin with. That is absolutely true. They have complete every picture of him is bad. Like, you know, they there's some ugly pictures of Donald Trump. They always had his hair in the air. They don't oh do my God. they never did that. They never did that to nobody else. And no. like like and when you saw those two pictures, you're absolutely right. The one to the left with Biden, he was posed. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't just clip him. Looking professional and poised, and then they get Donald over there and like, mm. <laughs> they're having a thought. Yeah, I don't know who what he was doing. He might have been thinking. What's funny about it is, is that if you were to fly on the wall, he might have been his. Uh, somebody might have said, "Mr. President, what do you want for lunch?" And he was like, mm. "Yeah." And somebody snapped the fucking picture. Right, he's like a hot dog or sandwich today, and somebody takes his picture, and he looks just horrible. Actually, it would be Big Mac or taco salad. <laughs> Dude loved his Big Macs and taco salads. Did you see where he did that for the Clemson uh, ball players one year when they won the national championship? They they had this dinner at the White House, and I shit you not, there's just like this dining room table just loaded down with Big Macs and quarter pounders and stuff. Just uh, all you can eat. McDonald's fest in the White House. Yeah, Donald Trump loves his McDonald's. Dear God. I wonder what he's going to do now. That's my question. I mean, I know he owns some businesses. He hasn't been paid. That's the other thing. Y'all haven't, like, mentioned that, but, like, once or twice when he first got in the office, and then, like, you haven't brought it up, none of this. You don't mind talking about impeaching and all this other bullshit, but, like, the dude has donated all of his paychecks to veterans. I was going to ask how much of his paycheck for uh, Papa Joe is he giving up, or is he putting that in his pocket with the rest of like the Ukraine money? Who knows? You know, when you put that Ukraine money together with the presidency, that's, that's a pretty good chunk of change. Yeah. <laughs> you know, t- you got to give ten percent to Papa Joe. At least that's what I hear. But that dude, that dude, uh, I wonder what he's going to do. Like. He's going to start speaking, or is going to be like on TV more, or is going to go back to hiding in his office? If I was Donald Trump, I'd just go play a round of golf and let everybody just wonder what the hell I'm doing. Fear. I'll make a prediction. If another Trump runs for office and wins, Ivanka Trump, it'll be the first female white, pre- uh, the first white female president. A lot of people like Ivanka Trump. That's, am I saying her name right? Yep. Okay. Ivanka. Ivanka. Yeah. Ivanka is, uh, she'd be a good good candidate. And you already know she's got the followers. Yeah. If they're, and she, she was liked by women who didn't like her dad. Um, that says a lot. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that does. That says a that lot. That says a lot. She, she's got a bigger following than her father. I mean, I feel like she'd have a bigger following than her father because the minute she says, I'm Ivanka Trump, she gets all of her daddy's followers because, you know, they just follow her. We all know that. But, like, she also she gets a lot of women, too. That'd be something. And, you know, it's, as petty as it sounds, you know, there, since we begin time, the Republicans and Democrats love to go tit for tat, blow for blow. So by the Democrats bringing in the first female vice president, first uh, female there. Why don't well follow up with a 
an actual presidential candidate that is a female to be the first president of the United States. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but I would not be surprised if something of, of the, along the lines of that did occur. I guess that wraps up this episode. Well, until yep. next time, boys and girls, uh, we're kind of debating on doing an episode down the road of uh, some conspiracy theories. We're definitely going to be hitting on current events like we always do. What else, Daryl? Anything? No, I ain't got nothing, man. We ain't got nothing for you. That's first. I ain't got nothing to say. All right. See you guys next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to Generation Exile. Make sure you go to our website, anchor.fm slash Generation Exile. Become a sponsor for as low as 99 cents. It really helps out. If you'd like to have your business on our show or become a personal sponsor, please give us a contact. Just go to our Facebook at Generation Exile or our website and send us a message.